you know what I've done is I've just like picked up a pork chop with a fork and like ate it like yeah. it's like a turkey leg. That's cool. Uh, welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Catherine Weber, and I'm joined by Andy Gramuga. Send me money. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> you say that whenever like we walk into each other. Like when I see you in person, you always say that too. Yeah, full yeah, name. But... Starting with full name, also. <laughs> You've got a card t-shirt. that you can hand to people yeah. that just says Andy Germuga, send me money on it. T-shirt with a QR code. <laughs> I've always said. I've always said Andy has investment. used car salesman. <laughs> Andy wearing the the suit with the question or the dollar signs on it like that guy um i'm calling actually i'm Emilio diaz all right we're in the thick of the the winter festival season uh yeah. burr for sure Keep boy shattered. is it God. fucking cold out it's can we talk so about it cold. <laughs> it, it is but it's gonna hit fucking 65 later in the week that sounds here. incredible I'm so mad uh i'm, I'm so kill. ready for it to be like hot it's no, 85 absolutely not amelia i wish <laughs> i i, I wish. was i was i would out. not be here right now recording this i'd be sitting outside <laughs> i was uh i was like out out friday night went to a show uh, and it like had snowed all day it was still snowing a little bit when i was out it was cold and i was still like this is so much better than when it's hot uh, no way. I mm-hmm. used to be so... No. St- we, this is not like... We don't need to talk about this now. But I was so staunchly pro-cold my whole life. And last summer <laughs> changed me. No. My retired summer sitting outside was perfect. <laughs> no, I, I think a port changes things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for me. Uh, but yeah, we've got, there's so much going on right now. We've got, we've got Sundance fully in the swing. Uh, if you're in Park City, Slamdance as we're speaking, I think the, uh, virtual lineup just went up. Uh, the, yeah. but the, they've also start been, checking some stuff out. yep. They've also been going on this weekend. Uh, and then we also got a Berlin lineup. Why don't we why don't we start with just like what's our uh slam dance I think we'll have more when we've seen stuff next week hopefully but yeah let's uh I don't know what's we we'll probably see a few Sundance things as well but what what's our like general impression of how Sundance is going It seems oh. like the big ticket items they seem more promising than usual but I and I barely heard about anything else. That is my outside impression. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like stuff that will not be online. I have heard a lot more than 
stuff sure. that will be online. Sure. Like the yeah, yeah like the the show and Brun certainly seems to have hit the, yeah. all the A twenty fours. They're really uh Rose Glass and yeah. Aaron Schimberg. Yeah. They're in Schimberg, I guess we'll talk about maybe a little more uh, later with that like just premiered and people seem yeah. very into that. Plus what uh, you know, the the Soderberg that is making people right. like, shit their yes. pants out or whatever. <laughs> I'm so Classic festival that. reaction. Uh <laughs> of, of Yeah. I wonder yeah if 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 they were like we're gonna go for this like we're gonna convince some people that they're too <laughs> upset about it so like we can plant that in the press uh, there was the I, very fun who was it, who was it that posted the funny tweet that was like steven soderbergh's presence makes people yes. uh, <laughs> just like sh- shiver in horror or whatever it, yeah. just like worded that way that was very funny yeah yeah just um I think the the only sale is we're recording this far is the Eisenberg, right? Or was there another yeah, one? I that's the only one I am aware yeah. of. It does seem Which... like general. That was maybe that I I would say that like as far as like what is online, like the the dramatic competition so far, the U.S. dramatic competition, like seems fairly interesting, like more than usual. Like it certainly the like ecstatic reactions to things are there like you are having you being like oh kieran culkin oscar nomination whatever but i feel like all that stuff is like it's easier to see a sort of like more measured like oh yeah this is kind of interesting this works like uh to that to the uh the andre holland the movie that he's in uh there's like a lot of stuff that seems like it's just like normal pretty good is getting some of the sundance hype but like nothing is like nothing there's nothing that feels like we're gonna see it and be like what the fuck was everyone on about yeah i was gonna say from the outside it seems like a decent line yeah i think it is always a little hard to you know just fully trust it until you have some of these movies on your lap yeah I yeah I will be watch I got I purchased three of the winners, so I'll be watching the You'll all be watching competition the reality Not winner, winner movie three I will, times. I, I, well, maybe <laughs> I'm watching. Winner. I bought three tickets to winner. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm gonna watch it three times. Galifianakis can do no wrong. Um, <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, so I'll 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 check those out next weekend. Um, Is he playing the Josh Hamilton part? part? No. Okay. no, no, I, know. I never I, saw I, reality. I, I didn't so. see reality either. You didn't know. Uh, Not I yet. I would imagine the Josh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, right. it's pretty good. Uh, I'm the, sure. I would imagine the the Josh Hamilton character will not be uh, a big character in the movie. It, did you you saw the play, right, Andy? No, I did not. No, I don't know why I thought you. Oh, I almost saw it. Is maybe what I'm thinking of. And sure. Then they, uh... That's basically the same thing as me seeing it. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> I think uh, past guest Jack may. I think he may have once tweeted about seeing it or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I it don't know. it was going to be uh, at Woolly Mammoth last season, sure. and but I believe Tina Satter was going to direct it, and that sure. presumably and was when that movie shot. Uh, but yeah, uh, no. Zach Galifianakis is playing her father, who is not in reality. Right, right. Uh, but let's see. Uh, yeah. But then, like, I don't know. Like the Nathan Silver movie sounds pretty good. Yes. Uh, what else is in that? Jesse, you got to say it. Between you the temples. About it. No. What did I tweet about? Oh, my old oh, ass. Yeah, yeah people like my, my old ass. ass. Uh huh. <laughs> 
Which one's that again? Aubrey Plaza's Aubrey in Plaza. it. Plaza. I don't know what it's, it's about. It's like her. She plays the older version of like a person, and they like, you know, that's funny. Time meet each other. I don't know. Um, what's the okay. What's the Zellner movie? The, the Zellner Sasquatch Sunset with yeah. uh, also Jesse Eisenberg and Riley Keough playing Sasquatches. Yeah, that sounds good. And someone... yeah, it's a lot of that one's playing it. The, you know, there's stuff that one's playing it Berlin. Uh, I think like all three of A twenty four movies are at Berlin. Uh, a different man is the one that's in competition, which is interesting. Um. Sure. Zelda Brothers hot off the curse. For sure. Uh but yeah, I don't know. That's that's there you know. Seems like Sunday it yeah, just like it seems like would be like a pretty good year to be at Sundance. Uh Yeah. Seems good. I can't remember like what I said when that lineup came out. Uh, but now you were pretty into it. You, I'm about sunset is that it was shot by Mike Julakis, which I uh, didn't know, which is awesome. Oh, that's great. Yes. Love to see that. I guess I got to see damsel. I saw Kimiko, the treasure hunter when it came out. I saw damsel. I never saw uh, at Maryland film festival. I think David Zellner was there. That movie is fine. Yeah, I remember thinking Kamiko was like good. <laughs> yeah, some that one some people like when love. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I never checked that one out, although I thought it yeah. I probably would be interested in it. It's good. Yeah. I guess if I were had to have like a top level take, it does seem like it seems like a genre heavy Sundance maybe, like yeah. in terms of like everything that's like getting shouted out. It doesn't seem like that's there's true. a lot of like what people typically think of as like yeah a Sundance yeah. movie that's just like, I, mean, yeah. I mean that's like <laughs> yeah. what those like the competition movies are that are just like the the less buzzy but not entirely yeah. unbuzzy things. I guess um, that's what the Eisenberg movie is. Yeah, but, uh, and the I don't know what else is there. I don't yeah, uh, but yeah, it, it the the like really big stuff certainly is like very very genre which like that it's kind of been a general pattern at festivals is that often you know genre stuff just often gets buzzier <coughs> makes sense that yeah sundance would fall into that as well did hitman already like rescreen there or is it i think so I yeah think so. i saw a Link later and Glenn Powell like interviewed hits coming out, so I think sure probably it was they didn't announce a date for it. Oh, did they? Did when they? It? June seventh, I think they said. It, that's when it's out on Netflix after a theatrical run of some sort. Sure, that's. Sure. I mean, weirdly now's the time lo- anyone but you is like really yeah. Everyone yeah, it's a like weirdly you. long amount of time to like hold on to it. Like, what yeah. are they putting out in? February through May, whatever. Uh, surely they gotta earn That's their money right. back from all the movies they put in theaters last December. <laughs> they gotta wait, save up, buy yeah. soup mode for Netflix. Yeah. Have they done their? They haven't done their uh, preview video right for the year, right? <laughs> no, they've not. You're our correspondent on this. 
I or I me I say they have not. I have no idea they could have. I, don't think, I mean they usually I they usually like put out like a big list that is just like these well they are they all do their the tweet things. thread right where they're like this movie and this movie and this movie. Sure, and it, it maybe I do not I don't engage with it as a tweet thread. I engage with whatever press release they send. Yeah, to deadline. That has it after. Uh, but yeah, they haven't done that. I feel like that's often like late January though. Sure. Uh, you know, this, this part of the year doesn't really count for movies. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll have, we'll have a little, you know, by next, uh, time we record, uh, maybe we can do it after we've got awards, uh, Sundance Awards, everyone's favorite. Uh, let's, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, more more on that next week. More on Slam Dance. Maybe next week we can start talking about Rotterdam too. I've seen a couple of movies that I can't talk about yet. Uh, but yeah, let's do Berlin, which uh, bright and early announced their uh, two competitive sections this morning: Encounters and the the main competition uh i i guess we can we can start by talking about something that uh we were talking a little bit about before we started recording and that i've had spent some amount of time thinking about which is that there there has been that there is currently a uh a cultural boycott of Germany, uh, specifically, I guess, of German cultural institutions mm-hmm. uh, that I believe uh, it's film workers for Palestine uh, is who let me know that that's the thing is there's like it is there's all these, you know, a lot of stuff going on um film workers for palestine i think is the uh the petition that like has gotten a lot of big names on it uh that has been going around uh but no so uh there, but anyway, there is this strikegermany.org uh, i believe is the okay thank you uh and so yeah that is a uh, a call for culture workers artists uh journalists critics whatever to uh, avoid uh, German cultural institutions. There have been like a very small number of directors who have pulled films from Berlin. Uh, and I don't know, like I thought about like, is there any reason to like not Ignore say it, yeah. what the movies, right. To just like act like Berlin doesn't exist. And I don't, I don't think so. I'm certainly open to being told uh to being disagreed with i uh i don't like i'm not you know, i have never been to berlin i would imagine it would be very hard to decide not to if i had been planning on it this year i am not planning to cover anything you know i did write about several berlin movies uh, for in review online last year, I am not planning to do that this year. But again, that's an easier decision to make because I it would be hard to do so anyway with the mm-hmm. upcoming medical thing I've got. So uh, I don't know. I because of that medical thing, we probably would have less 
specific Berlin coverage than uh, we usually do anyway. But I I don't know. Maybe maybe our thoughts on this will evolve. But I it it feels to me like you know speaking about that this is what is going on. Uh, and also these are the movies that are playing. And again, like maybe some of them will continue to, I, you know, I would be surprised if we see like big movies pulled out of Berlin, but yeah, there might be more, uh, and you know, continue to reaffirm, uh, being in favor of a free Palestine, uh, yeah, I don't know. I it it's something that I will continue to think about, and that like maybe there will. Yeah, I, I would imagine there might be like more discussions as the festival gets closer about like how people feel about specific types of coverage and uh, you what what it would actually mean to participate in this cultural boycott, but. For now, uh, and I and I guess we should say it is specifically. I I forget what I was what what I said as part of this conversation and what was before we started recording. But it is specifically, I think I even referenced this a little bit last year when we were starting to talk about Berlin, uh, but in reference to uh, a sort of a uh, uh, censorship of pro-Palestinian voices uh, and uh, a conflation of anti-semitism and anti-zionism within uh the german government at large but that is specifically affecting uh their cultural institutions uh and that again like i i think in general just like has a lot to do without making assumptions about anything specific with just like how those uh institutions are uh transforming and some of the personnel changes that have been happening of late yeah but yeah i don't know for now i think we're just gonna go over the movies that are (laughs) gonna be playing there next month uh so maybe let's the the announcement this morning was uh encounters and then the competition so i guess i'll start with encounters uh i like that idea i was gonna suggest it naturally yeah yeah i mean that's that's what chatrian did too he uh went through uh how yeah how was the press conference it was it uh, was it was you know i so yeah i mean i missed i missed a little bit of it but because the youtube link wasn't playing in the right place but i think most of what i missed was uh mariette risenbeek who is also leaving uh her comments in german uh i I think she very briefly summarized them in english uh, and they did have something to do with some sort. I believe she was talking about a tiny house that was going to be designated for discussions about the war in Gaza, is what she said. I, a no tiny idea. house? Yeah. Was very strange. Uh, Only two people at a time are allowed to discuss. Yeah, right. That it, I was like, huh? Uh, maybe someone caught who speaks German would, would have caught a lot more and was viewed that whole press conference would have caught more about that uh but anyway uh so you didn't get any you didn't get any dead man walking vibes from the well no so what he i mean 
Uh, no, I think in terms of, like, tone, it was pretty normal. The one thing that was unusual that he did do, I mean, I think he acknowledged that it was his last time doing it. Uh, and then he did bring up a number of his colleagues uh, onto the stage at the very beginning of his remarks. Uh, Mark Perrinson, who's been his right-hand man, as well as a lot of the people who have headed up other sections uh, during his time at Berlin. Uh, so that was nice. Uh, but then, yeah, this, I, I would say it mostly just proceeded as normal, just naming a bunch of movies. Uh, you know, he maybe does a slightly better job of Fermo of, and uh, Barbera of just, like, getting uh, get, getting people an idea of what these movies are and which ones might be interesting to different people. Sure. Um, as far as what is in Encounters, there's a... Uh, uh, film with Angeliki Papulia, who was on the Encounters jury last year, I believe, by a uh, uh, Greek director named Yorgos Zois, uh, I believe his second film. Uh, Juliana Rojas is a Brazilian director who I think her only... Maybe she'd made other features before, but her last uh, feature was co-directed with Marco Dutra. Uh, and was called Good Manners. Uh, that was like a genre -y. Yeah. Uh, I think what the genre was was kind of a twist. Uh, but that, that got a lot of buzz. I think played at a sidebar in Berlin. Uh, Dutra's uh, had a movie a few years later that was in competition. Uh, and this is her following feature uh, titled Cidade Campo. Uh, that sounds like it's also kind of genre -y and out there uh, has to do with the CD and the countryside, the Cidade and the Campo. You think it's an adaptation of City Mouse and Country Mouse? Maybe. I, I hope there's mice in it. That'd be great. Yeah, it could be Maybe for sure. mouse movies. Bring back Fievel. Have you seen, um, what did I just see that had a lot of mice in it? Uh, Cinderella 2015. I have seen that. Not since theaters, I don't think. Not that mm -hmm. good. Uh, the, uh, the, the mouse discussion gave me a moment to attempt <laughs> <a> piece to, <laughs> no, to attempt to remind myself of the difference between Ben Rivers and Ben Russell. Uh, wait, I can, okay, I think, I think it's Ben Rivers who I'm more familiar with, uh, both, both. Uh, experimental filmmakers who have done uh, features and shorts done more like abstract stuff and more documentary stuff um, uh, but this one uh, Ben Russell's uh, Ben Russell uh, co-directed this film direct action with Guillaume Cayo uh, is how I would guess that her name is name is pronounced uh, that yes. Uh, we don't have runtimes up on uh, the Berlin website yet, but uh, I think Chatrian said this one was like in the three to four hour range. Uh, following a, I can't, I can't. He's you know, I, there's, there's like nothing on this website about his movies. I, I forget exactly what type of group this is. Uh, that they are following, but a group that is engaging in direct action. 
Uh, so that sounds interesting. You know, he, I, I know he has made like feature films. I don't know that he has done at least, and, and like, I think he's done gallery work as well, but I don't know that he's made a film that is durational in this way. Um, I can sort by longest first on Letterboxd and find that indeed his longest film up until now is 143 minutes long. Uh, good luck. You can watch it on Canopy if you want to get an idea of who Ben Russell is. Uh, Have you but... seen the Canopy system hmm? where it's like oh yeah the, the like, system the tickets it's like right yeah yeah everything's it's a very different amount uh, yeah very strange things are different amounts yes it's not just one credit per movie right it's like, it's like a it's long like movie will be like this, this many tickets or, yeah. and a short movie will be this many but then there's some that don't cut co- it's don't cost and you can gets, rent it's... like a season of tv for a week for like a little more it's like a mm-hmm. whole yeah. that's so crazy yeah blew my mind tickets <laughs> tickets um <laughs> that's going in the episode description <laughs> Sure. No, um, probably <laughs> I probably won't remember it when I write the episode <laughs> description. <laughs> Nelly Volatz is a, uh, I think, a German filmmaker living in Argentina. This is his second film uh, about, I believe it's about a group of Chinese immigrants living in Brazil, is my memory. Uh, with uh, Nahuel Perez Biscayart uh, speaking Mandarin in it, apparently. Uh, he is uh, was one of the leads of BPM. Yep, but of course. I was like, been, why do I know that name? Yeah, he's he's been in lots of stuff. He's I think he's he's like been involved with directing things. And yeah, he's Argentinian. Got a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah got a lot of stuff going on. Irons in the fire. Um, Christine Anja, uh is a writer uh but also the uh i think a novelist mostly but also has written i believe she co-wrote she definitely co-wrote both sides of the blade and i think maybe also let the sunshine in uh both sides of the blade might also be based on one of her novels uh but this is a documentary uh that is her first film uh, Ruth Beckerman won Encounters several years ago with Mutzenbacher, uh, which was about uh, a bunch of men reading a uh, gross pornography novel uh, that was very famous. Uh, this new movie is about, uh, I believe, uh, a school, uh, like specifically, uh, a German as a second language class in Austria, I think. Um, what else? Chu Yang is, uh, I think this is his first feature, but he's a, a short film director who I'd been hearing a lot about this feature in the lead up to this lineup. Uh, Margarita Gil is a Portuguese filmmaker who worked with. Cesar Montero, uh, Matt and Mara, the new Kazik Radwanski film. I would imagine I've talked about Anne at 13,000 yeah. feet at some point on this podcast. I saw that at TIFF. Um, I remember the still it, for that, right? Wasn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was like oh, that was lady, kind of like, a, uh, one of those it was in 2019 movies that got like a big 2020 streaming release or whatever. Yeah. Right? 
uh, but that I had seen it too, and that I yeah. I don't remember a ton about it at this point. Like it's funny, like when we started this podcast, I had seen that movie quite recently, yeah. and now it's been five years. Yeah, I was thinking about the. I think there's maybe another director who we're gonna come up who uh, similar scenario where I was like, we've been doing this for so long. <laughs> sure. um, but anyway, I I like that. That movie also starred uh, Derek Campbell and Matt Johnson. Uh who appear to be playing the titular, titular Matt and Mara in this film. There's a good still of them. Uh, Also in the cast of that movie, Avery Naiman, I would imagine some relation to Adam. Uh, Travis Wilkerson had his, the movie of his that I remember like getting the most buzz was, did you remember who fired the gun in like 2018 or 19? But he had a movie at Berlin, maybe in the forum last year uh, and has had other movies since then that have gotten a lot less attention. Uh, I have not seen any of them. Uh, the movie last year was called the fuckies him. Uh, and then Matias Pinheiro with his first non-Shakespeare movie. Uh, Abandoning the Bard. Yes. Well, no, because he, at one, I don't know if this happened. At one point, because he, he did uh, Sycorax <laughs> with Lois Patino, which was a short film several years ago. And at one yeah. point, they were going to co-direct a feature uh, called Ariel that would be another yeah. Tempest movie. I don't know if that happened or is going to happen so may not have entirely abandoned him but uh i shacharan mentioned a italian writer whose name wasn't immediately recognizable to me and then also Safo. uh but this is called uh you burn me to me abrasas uh maria vignar vr and agustina muñoz who are uh, two of the actresses that have been in most of his movies are in yeah. this as well. Uh, so excited for that. I never saw Isabella. That was in yeah, the I first was encounters. About... I need to catch up with that, maybe. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. it just kind of fell through the cracks. Interesting um, title translation, I'll say. Because mm. Abrasas is just hug. So you burned me. Is, uh... Oh, yeah. That is interesting. Um... <laughs> We did get, uh, a few days ago, uh, the first announcement of a competition title, which is also the opening film. Uh, last year, uh, the opening film did not play in competition. That was, of course, She Came to Me. Listen to the She Came to Me tag of course. again. Watch that movie. Watch She Came to Me, Absolutely. Of course, of course. Uh, Even more important. Yeah. But no, uh, this movie is by a Belgian director, Tim Milans, but stars uh, soon, I guess by the time you were listening to this, uh, Oscar nominee Cillian Murphy, uh, as well sure. as Emily Watson. So you get Cillian in town. Uh, I don't know anything about this director, though I, I feel like I had heard that his previous movies are pretty good. Um, but the rest of competition, we've got uh another end uh by Piero Messina who's an Italian director but with uh, an international cast including yep. Gael Garcia Bernal as the lead 
Uh, and then Renata Rinesbe, who is in another movie in competition, Berenice Bejo and Olivia Williams. Uh, it sounds like it's like a science fiction dystopia thing. Yeah, it seems like Sandro. Seems, yeah. <sighs> seems like the director previously directed a movie called The Wait, I think. It's, uh, Very vaguely familiar. Heard him described as a uh, inspired by old... God, I forget his name. Why do I always forget his name when I need to... Old the Great Butte Sorrentino. He's a oh, Sorrentino sure. kind. Of. Yeah, he's got a new movie coming up. Um, yeah. Victor Kazakovsky, I believe. Gunda. Yeah, Gunda was in Encounters, I think, uh, in 2021. Uh, this is a movie about. That was, of course, the movie about the pig. Uh, this is a, a documentary. Uh, this is a documentary about concrete. Uh, Nothing yeah, gets I love, more. I love... Berlin German than a documentary about concrete. <laughs> so he's got he's got an animal movie, he's got a mineral movie, vegetable movie next. Yeah. I believe Maybe. his previous movie was a water movie, if I remember right. That's long ago Let's the four see. nations. Yeah, Aquarella. <laughs> um Black Tea, the Sasako film. You said you saw the trailer for this Amelia. Yeah. It seems Can to be see... about yeah, Abderrahim Sasako. Timbuktu was his previous film. Which well, yes. And we had uh, like we predicted that it ago. would win the gold, the Palme d'Or yeah. last or year. Yeah, and it, yeah. it had gone very far in our bracket. We did the bracket. Yeah, it did, it did go far. <laughs> that was so silly that we did. <laughs> no, I was thinking about that, and I'm like, Without we Jesse. should 100 percent do that again. <laughs> that works so well. Except have Jesse like there and like not allowed to make decisions, like <laughs> just, just, just as like, a like, bracket to, like, manager, seed as we like say stupid things. <laughs> yeah, no, Jesse can, Jesse can only give us like. Information, not yes. not stating an no, opinion. No opinions. <laughs> Only. Um, I, yes. It seems to be about like an African woman who travels to Taiwan to learn how to to learn the trade of tea making. I believe she moves there. Uh, okay. Is what I remember hearing. Uh, but yes, uh, La Cocina is a movie that I've been aware of having been shot I feel like we've talked about this yeah I I was talking about this as like a maybe uh, even back to Berlin last year I think his last movie was uh, a hybrid thing uh, that was also in competition Uh, but this is and I think his movie movie before that yeah his movie before that had Gael Garcia Bernal so this is not his first time working with a famous actor uh, but it is his first time working with a famous uh, American actor because Rooney Mara is in this. I believe it was shot in New York in black and white in the uh, uh, kitchen of a restaurant. So great time for kitchen of a restaurant movie. She's touching foreheads with some guy in this press still. Some guy for sure. Um <laughs> Uh, Numeri Diop? Yes, Numeri Diop, a documentary about, uh, I believe it was three sculptures uh, being returned to where they had been stolen from. I had heard maybe last year that she was working on a documentary and then started to hear it was probably going to play at Berlin. Uh, of course, did uh, Atlantics several years ago. Yeah, sure. Yep. Uh, I'm excited. I need to watch that movie. I need, yeah, I uh, have not been awake for uh, Atlantics. I 
nominally saw that movie. Looks very too. good. Looks great. It seems good. Um, a Different Man, we mentioned, premiered at Sundance uh, with Sebastian Stan, directed by Aaron Schimberg, the other Renate Rhines Ve film, and then also Adam Pearson from Pearson Under the Skin, as well as uh, Chained for Life was the previous Schimberg film that he was also in. Uh, but people seem to like this. Yeah, you know, had, had a crazy what? No, I'm just seeing what's next. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, if you have a little crazy concept, seems interesting. Might be the kind of thing. Seems a little dream scenario to me as a pitch. Mm. So I am curious about it, but I guess uh, people yeah. might get more. A good I... the dream scenario would be something I would be interested in for sure. Potentially, <laughs> yeah. It does sound very A24E. Um. Like yeah, uh yeah. Now the for next the best movie... poster of the year, I'm very excited L- for this movie. Lempire, <laughs> Bruno Dumont, the screenplay that made uh, Adele Hanel quit the film industry. Is um, that true? <laughs> yeah, she because read the screen. So she was signed on to it, or I don't know. There was there was reporting that she was going to be in it, uh, and then later it came out that. She had read the screenplay and was like, absolutely not. This is unacceptable. I am quitting the film Did she say what was so objectionable about it? No, I don't think so. I mean, I think Uh-oh. just like generally like uh, <laughs> bad politics. Uh, <laughs> so we'll see. Doesn't sound out of line for Did Dumas. his last one like come out here at all? His last movie. Was the, there was one since he, France, right? No. Wasn't there, wasn't there one last year? So. I thought there was one last year. No. Been, that was just this has been. Up, this one yeah. has. This is the one. Okay. I believe We've they known saw about it. For a, I believe. Like a full year, basically. Yeah. I I think Fumo saw it last year. There was some yeah. talk of like maybe the effects weren't done. Sure, yeah. Shadrion, yeah, uh, yeah. I had heard that it was like kind of a sci fi thing and sort of. Uh, there was something, but Chadrian specifically referred to it as a parody of a huge film franchise, which I think, mm. I assume he means Star Wars. Um, based on, like, I, I had heard it, had I, I believe I had heard I mean, it was, like, I about mean, space knights, is what I, I mean, heard. I mean, somebody has a lightsaber in this poster that I just posted. Oh, I, I haven't, know. I've seen a still, I haven't seen No, this poster. poster is so f- insane. You, okay. you need to see this. You need to see Oh, no, this looks, oh, <laughs> Whoa. Okay. <laughs> live reactions, I can't I'm like upset about this. I'm upset. I'm looking at Fabrice Lucci here. Wait, wait, wait. No spoilers. All right. Loading slowly. I don't like with me. <laughs> oh, no. I will say it's a, it's giving epic movie, I gotta say. So oh, no. <laughs> sure, right. From two of the four guys who brought you <laughs> scary. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. What's awesome about it? <laughs> it's unfortunately Remember the movie awesome. France? And now this is what he made? <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Uh, this yeah. fucking guy. Camille Cotin. So uh, no, France is honestly like one of the best movies of the decade. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck I, you. I cannot abide by that. Uh, I don't agree with that either, even though I like it. <laughs> I also kind of like it. I cannot say it's one of the best movies. This looks insane. This look. This is one of the funniest posters anybody has ever put out for any film. 
Yes. That's going to be. Is he wearing a swim cap? Is that what that is? Like, Lucini? Um, I think that's fucked up hair. When it's small, oh. I swear hair? to God, he looks a lot like Weird Al Yankovic. Oh, my God. <laughs> we got to get back to the line, huh? <laughs> yeah, we can't. We'll ju- tweet this out next, without context Yeah, next today. week will be our episode just on the poster for <laughs> Limpier. Um, Gloria. I'm going to skip over a few. Uh, well, all right. Oh, I was going to say I was going <laughs> to skip over a few <laughs> I don't know anything about. But Gloria, uh, Italian I mean, filmmaker Margarita Vicario. <laughs> uh, a bunch of actors I've never heard of either. Sure. Uh, but then Olivia Assayas's new film, which it sounds like is a pretty small film. Uh, or it's Kent, been a minute, or I guess, yeah, following up Suspended Irma Time, yes, yeah, the follow-up to Irma Beth. Uh-huh. Uh, this also ago. seems to star so Vincent McCann as we need to, a uh, director insert. Yeah. Yeah, we maybe do an I'll episode finish on the rest of Irmavep. Yeah, we can do that. I <laughs> watched maybe like two more after that episode we did. I'll watch it all again because it's been so long. It has been. I, I might not. I might just the watch quarter. the ones I haven't yeah, seen. I'll just watch the back half. Yeah. Andy, did you finish? I, you seem like the kind of person. Of course, who was, I finished it. Andy yeah. watches everything. <laughs> that was um, good. but yeah, this sounds good. Uh, it was like. It, it it's funny to be like now being like this is a pandemic movie but it sounds like that's what this is um that's, that's like what I, mean, I think it shot last year yeah there's um, no way olivia Asias didn't have a take on the pandemic yeah. <laughs> and what it was doing to people i gotta well, say <laughs> yeah i can't wait to uh, find out how it re- relates to the french publishing industry mm. Uh, Andreas Dresden, of course, directed uh, recent uh, Berlin competition title, Rabie Cornaz v. George W. Bush. Right. Uh, also directed this film from Hilda with Love. I know the same amount about those two movies, which is only the things I just said. Uh, Claire Bouger, I think this is her third movie, a, a French director, but it sounds like a director. It sounds like uh, I think she grew up very near the German border. Uh, of course, you know, seems like potentially a German name, but it's Bouger. Uh, starring two young women who I believe travel from uh, somewhere in Germany to somewhere in France. Uh, and with Nina Haas and Chiara Mastroianni. Uh playing their mothers. Have y'all heard about this new uh, Chiara Mastroianni movie that she did with uh, Christophe Honore that maybe you'll be at Cannes or something? No. no. It sounds like it's like an I'm Still Here style movie about her insisting that people pretend that she's her father. Whoa. Uh, yeah. There's like a, like, I think Catherine Deneuve is in it and That's crazy. a bunch of people. Uh, one that uh, caught my attention that I had not heard anything about, uh, but is by a director. Who, this is the other director who I was thinking, like, uh, Cocote was his last movie. Uh, Nelson Carlos de los Santos Arias, a Dominican filmmaker. Uh, and that was, I think that came out in 2017, and I saw it at the AFI Latin American Film Festival. Yeah, that's a movie I, like, almost saw a bunch of times, but it's, like, has, like, mm-hmm. a weird presence on, like, where it was, like, hard to find sometimes, mm. I remember. 
Yeah, and like also a, a it was the other movie that I was thinking like when we started this podcast, I had seen that movie kind of recently. Now that's just like a movie that I saw forever ago and don't remember anything about, other than yeah. remembering quite liking it. Uh, and I had always meant to see his previous feature, which is a very loose adaptation of the uh, notoriously hard-to-read fourth section of 2666. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I don't know if that movie exists with English subtitles still. Uh, but anyway, this movie, Pepe, is uh, from the point of view of one of Pablo Escobar's hippos. Yeah. That's fun. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and it sounds like he's yeah, a big, like, mixed media thing. I hope he doesn't Lots get into any of uh, the, the drugs. Mmm. A hippo on cocaine? Sounds crazy. Well, there's some and animation in there, hippo. it sounded like. So. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Andy, you might have a pitch there. Elizabeth Banks? Yeah. Um, Pepe 2? This movie, Dying, is a German movie. I've never heard of the director, but he did, you know, like, the slide went up and Carlos Chatrian went, okay, so you can all see that this movie stars Lars Eidinger. Uh, yeah. So I guess that's the thing about it. Um, the of- Devil's Bath, uh, Veronica Franz and Severin Fiala, they did that movie that got remade with Riley Keough, I think. What is it like it's like the eyes of remade. her their mother or something? Hold on. Now I gotta look this movie. No, Goodnight Mommy, which was not remade with Riley Keough. It was remade with someone and I believe made like zero dollars. Um should have gotten Riley Keough. It was remade two. with. Oh, <laughs> unfortunately, yeah. yeah. Oh, so. The classic zero dollar queen. <laughs> yeah. Poor what was her movie where she swims with one arm? Was it Penguin Bloom? Penguin no. Bloom, I think, is what it? it is. I I could be wrong about swimming with one arm. Sure. But it was Penguin Bloom. That's a mm-hmm. great one for Sid and Erdl, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, but wow. yeah, horror directors, anyway. Uh, and then we can close things out with uh, the Hong Sang Soo movie with Isabelle Huppert. I did hear a last minute, maybe he'll have two movies at Berlin, which would have been good for my prediction. Yeah. That he'll have two out of four. four done in the first yeah, that would have been real nice. <laughs> it would have been, right. But, I feel like it you know, would have been your only one chance, is like, frankly. <laughs> no, he, no, you know, there could be there two, could at, be two at Cannes and one yeah, at, and then you one know, at or even just like, you know, he could just do like Berlin, Cannes, Locarno, TIFF, just keep pumping them out he, every festival. There's a new one. And you know he likes doing his little uh, shorts when he wins an award. Will that count? I did specifically say feature, I believe. Okay, okay. Um, I'm now, uh, but of course, uh, this is the one you did with Isabelle Huppert. Uh, I'm now yeah. seeing that Sidsi Babbitt Knudsen is in yes. this movie by Gustav Moller. She's, of course, in uh, Club Zero, which I just saw, the new Jessica Hauser sure. movie, uh, which I is good. I Borgen. I would love Borgen, I'm sure, but I have not watched Borgen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Morgan. Yes. I thought you were saying Morgan, and I was like, isn't that the movie, the Kevin James movie, where he's like an all right guy? <laughs> but I think I'm also wrong there. 
I guess the other the other main update is that I, I don't be... think any of these movies have anyone who is on a Herald team in them. I'm not mm. conceding defeat yet. I'll do some more research, but I did a lot of looking at people's lips. I did say competition. If I had not said competition, I'd be in the clear. I saw the TV glow uh, with Connor O'Malley playing in, I think, Panorama. Sure. Uh, but no, there there are two movies in here that were shot in New York, I believe, the uh, the Schimberg and the Ruiz Palacios. But I don't think anyone on the Herald team in either of those movies. Unfortunately, um, Morgan is of course a Kate Mara Anya Taylor Joy vehicle from 2016, directed by Ridley Scott's son. The oh. movie I was thinking of was Sounds Becky. Good. Becky. Okay, that's mm. not like Morgan at all. No, it's a name. <laughs> yeah, I just remember that there was a movie called Morgan, and in my brain, I was like, "Is that the Kevin James one?" And thank God I said it in public. Yeah. <laughs> thank God I didn't let that thought stay down. <laughs> Because now we get to talk about Becky. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't. Uh, but, you know, Luke maybe Scott. maybe we'll a find out that I will never watch Becky. <laughs> maybe we'll find out next month that Rob Hubel is in the Bruno Dumont movie. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I would be so sad for him if that was the case. <laughs> Come on. Um, or maybe you know, listen. Maybe they'll get uh, Franz Tacular. Maybe uh, we maybe we didn't hear about uh, Franz Tacular guest Will Hines shooting a role in it. That'd be awesome. We have to make <laughs> Will he... Hines watch this new one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we we should uh, show him the poster. I no, I'll... he's the Bruno Dumont correspondent. We love it. I <laughs> every time he comes out, he's like, I hate being the Bruno Dumont correspondent. <laughs> I'll I'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe maybe by that, next episode yeah. we'll have a comment on this poster. <laughs> yeah, send it to hi. Send it to Ad- Eva Anderson. Just like let everybody. <laughs> we um. Luke Scott, the other movies he had directed, just to close this loop, are Great. only the short films for Blade Runner 2049. Sure. That's fun. That <laughs> he not got the, involved in... Was he not, the, like, the, uh, the, not the, the son who was worked on like that uh, HBO show, whatever it's called, Raised by Wolves or whatever? Oh, I'm not even on Letterboxd. I'm looking Raised on Letterboxd, sorry. Sure, I should have I gotten into that one. That was that was a real miss. Maybe you watched too much TV already. Sure. Yeah, you don't need to get into Raised by Wolves. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying that, I should. I'm not that. saying I should now. I'm saying I should have. At <laughs> I wish I could have watched those two seasons before it got canceled. <laughs> I watched one or two of the first season, I think, and then yeah, um, it wasn't good. No, it's good. <clears throat> Dreaming closing thoughts. Clearly, um, we're distracted. <laughs> uh, seems like an interesting lineup. Uh, yeah, you very. Know, you know, this is what Berlin has looked like the last. Right, yeah, this is what Berlin has looked like. Do we? Give, oh, given we that predictions are classic. Oh, oh sure. We predict? What do we think's gonna win the Paul? The, the, the Golden Bear. <laughs> uh, yeah, not the Paul. The Golden Bear. Um, Let's see. Hmm. It's an interesting thought experiment. Yeah, there's. What won last year? Oh, it was the documentary. Who he's got a movie, not in competition. Uh, Did anyone ever see Alcaraz? Alcaraz is fine. I have not. We all just saw that first. We watched the other one. Yeah, classic. I liked. 
Yeah, it was okay. It was okay. That's how I, re- I remember <laughs> it being like, yeah, that's all right. This is all right. Like, this is a person's first movie. Yeah. Um, what do I think? Uh, Mighty Dia. Yeah, I was looking at that. That's a good guess. Um, I'll say SAS. Why not? I'll take La Cotina. I'll take the Lars Eidinger movie. <laughs> All right. What's it called? Um, Dying, it's called. Yeah. Uh, let me... I'll, I'll try and skim through. Like, we... They, they had announced... We talked about some of uh, Panorama and... Oh, you know, last year. I'm gonna try and skim through these other sections real quick to be like, is there anything you, else that I don't? While you think do that, I'll discuss? grind my axe and say that Spaceman looks really bad. Mm. The bar is too low. Been announced. Yeah, the, that trailer did not look good. Um, we can't we, have yeah. movies look like that in Berlin. The, it no is upsetting to me. I haven't seen the trailer. Uh, what else? The Nathan Silver movies in Panorama. Uh, Levana Keen is kind of famous, I think. Uh, there's a Teshine that uh, Isabelle Huppert and also Noel Perez Biscayart is in. Is Love uh, Lies Bleeding in Berlin? A long time ago. Is it's what? in um, Love Lies Bleeding is somewhere. Uh, I might get to it in just a second. Sorry. If it's in Panor- no, no, no. It's not. I'm just. Uh, it's not in Panorama because I just passed L. Um, it might be. Uh, it might be in Berlin All Special. Janet Planet is true. in Panorama. We had talked about. I saw the maybe TV that also. could be in competition. They should let me see Janet Planet. Hey. The powers that be. Um, the Saoirse Ronan movie that's at Sundance. Maybe we talked about that being in Panorama already. Ah, uh, Bruce LaBruce has a movie. Yeah, th- Bruce that Bruce one, has a movie. <laughs> I feel like that Social Rota movie, that one got the more typical Sundance yes. response. That was like some people being like, it's tremendous. And then other people were like, what? Yeah, this, right. uh, that that seems more just like not really anything. Um, What's in Forum? P.S. Vinathraj uh, did a movie called Pebbles that maybe won Locarno a few years ago. Uh, he's got his new movie here called The Adamant Girl. Uh, there's less stuff that I've heard of in for- uh, like Forum last year. I feel like had a lot of like wavelength stuff from 2022. Uh, but I bet some of this is interesting. Uh, yeah, not much by people who I've heard of. Shomiyake, uh, Japanese director, is a familiar name. Cannot remember the names of any movies offhand. Uh, and then in Berlin, all special. We, of course, uh, have Spaceman, yes. which we talked about. I just mentioned the Nicholas Philibert movie. Uh, the Dinocenzo the brothers have been in competition before uh, recently at Berlin. I think this is where the Rose Glass movie is. It's where the Zellner brothers are. Uh, Adam McGoyan movie making its yes. international premiere. Uh, that sounded just pretty bad. Confirmation uh, on Twitter that Avery Naiman and Matt and Mara is, in fact, Adam Naiman's daughter. <laughs> great um i figured uh yeah spaceman looks 
we'll see uh, Treasure, directed by Julia Von Hines, starring Lena Dunham and Stephen Fry. Uh, I That's a fun was, pairing. Yeah, I believe I like was picked lot. up for... Didn't... Weren't you the one who sent the tweet that Bleecker Street had purchased it? Probably. I don't remember. You just already I forgotten. I, yeah, uh, I, I see tweets that are like, oh, that probably is a film festival thing, and then I post it in the group chat, and then I forget about it immediately. All right. Probably. Uh, I'm not sure. Oh, this. I'm not sure if anyone knows anything about this Abel Ferrara documentary, other than that might be it's Patty Smith one? in the still. I think so. Um, and then there's uh, Simon Long. I I have not seen any of the Walker films, uh, but uh, which he does with Lee Kong Sheng uh, about him walking. But yeah. uh, I he was in DC last year. I believe I was up in Vermont then, uh, but for a screening at the Museum of Asian Art. But he shot a Walker film in DC. Yeah. Uh, so excited for that. Uh, That's all I got on Berlin for now. Again, uh, will the last couple of years there have been things that I saw during Berlin? I expect that to not be the case this year for a couple reasons. Uh, but yeah, I'll many things that I will catch up with eventually. I'm sure, including some that at this point I do not know anything about. Uh, oh, and there's a trailer for Hitman now as well. Sure. Oh, nice. Check it out. Good movie. Yeah, it's yeah, good. Uh, you know, 2024. Uh, lots of lots of good holdovers that. Yeah, my yeah my, my 2024 deep. list is is already pretty it's strong. It's quite strong. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do we? Uh, I mean, last things already out. Uh, been playing an anthology. Uh, of course, a Sundance. Uh, movie from last year, but then yeah, what else have we got? Uh, you know, we got a uh, Hamaguchi. Whenever that's that's right, pop up. that movie's great. Uh, our, our old friend, our old pal. Uh, the the Brayat's great. Coma uh, even is finally gonna come out. Maybe maybe before they put Hitman out, uh, Netflix can find time to put out his three daughters. Yes, God, that movie. That's so good. Um, here is coming out soon. I mean, History Daughters also going to come out soon. That's a very like, I don't know how that movie is going to like. What are they going to do with it? Here? No, History uh, Daughters. History Daughters. Oh, History Daughters. Oh yeah. Uh, probably just dump it onto the platform in March. That would be disappointing. Yeah, Cause, it's cause gonna part, be disappointing for sure. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like, yeah, there's they, nothing they, they could do that wouldn't be disappointing. I mean, I'm like, are they gonna like hold it till November and try to be like win an indie spirit? I don't know. No, they don't need to hold it till November to be an indie spirit thing. Yeah, Uh, that movie's good. It's sad. Yeah, movie's really good. It's really good. Um, yeah, Inside the Yellow Cocoon Shells maybe coming out this weekend. Human Surge Three will come out at some point. Cute. Cocoon Shell? I don't know if we ever talked about it, Jesse. I really like that movie when I it's... saw it at, at Toronto. I think I liked it more than most. I feel like most people are like, oh, this is sort of like a, you know, like an Apichit Pong style thing. It's maybe not quite that level. But I think I just really like that movie. Yeah. I mean, I, I like it. I mean, I, I feel like it's even more like a Be Gone kind of thing. Um, yeah. 
at least in terms of how it's shot. I I I can certainly imagine having had a more ecstatic reaction to it if I had seen it in a theater. Yeah. I kind of was just like it is good. I wasn't bothered by the length. It is really uh, but it is long. <laughs> But I kind of and it like... definitely like it. I wasn't like like I was never like mad. I was still watching it, but I do think like the second half is maybe less interesting than the first half. Yeah, maybe there's some stuff in the second half, but like I don't know. That's a movie I where I saw. Just remember that's like the one, one, one of the few movies I saw at Tiff last year where I was like, "This guy just knows what he's doing. This guy's just for good. sure. This guy's just cooking. I'm gonna let him cook for three hours." Oh yeah. Yeah, like it, you know, the 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 sort of like uh, like there's no reason I think why he could not make a an exceptionally good movie. Uh yeah, I don't know. It's a good year. Eureka Film Movement's going to put that out too. Club yeah. Zero they're putting out in March. You saw Club Zero? Yeah, it's good. I like it a lot. Uh, you know, it's it, it's it's the same. <laughs> it's, it's just, she she did that thing again. Great, that's what we needed was more of that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know what? I'm glad she's doing that for her. I might not participate. You know, I'm, I'm excited that's happening out there. You know? Yeah, I mean that. You know, that was my uh, do- I mean, letterbox review. Else, was just though. like, unfortunately, I like this thing that she's doing. I mean, it's. It's, I guess, like, the plot is different. Yeah. It's not about a plant that eats people. <laughs> I mean, but it's, that's like, I feel are like pe- the Are people is... like deadpan-y or stuff? Yeah. It's like okay. a deadpan kind. I guess it's not as science fiction. It's not science fiction, I, but it's still, it's, it's not very similar. really. Yeah. It, probably. it, like, it. I would say that, like, the relationship to our reality is the same. Sure. I don't know if that was my issues with that movie. I don't know. I I will watch that movie maybe at the end of the year or in, like, 2032. (laughs) (laughs) You're you're living the 2032, Colin? God willing, Andy. I don't think anyone uh, is living the 2032. That's also a fair point. (laughs) Uh, yeah, things yeah. are bad. Things feel bad right now. <laughs> Everything is kind of. We just, got I, this far. We, I don't want to have this like, conversation right yeah, now. Let's not. Have feel, yeah. But... <laughs> anyway, special presentations. Did anyone That's else watch my special the curse? presentation? <laughs> I watched one episode of The Curse. Uh, you watched... I'm open to watching more, but it hasn't happened yet. I've seen some amount of The Curse. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that you had a bit about this. Um, <laughs> I did believe you watch any we of it, prompted the bit. Yeah, I just forgot that's what it was. But I also, yeah. <laughs> I'm leading into it certainly. That is, oh, yeah. on a public bit. Uh, we can Andy, make it public. Who cares? Andy said that he only saw the finale, and no one knows if it was sarcasm or not. So <laughs> that's where we're at. I've seen between one and ten episodes of the curse. <laughs> Well, but if it's one, I it's won't the talk last about one. I, I, I'll, I'll say that I watched The Curse. I binge-watched it, which I don't usually do uh, with things. I feel like the last thing I binge-watched that was new 
Who even knows? Uh, the Eddie is the first thing that's coming to mind, but that was afterwards. White Lotus? Like... <laughs> oh, did we binge White Lotus? I don't remember that. I don't remember. I thought you watched the White Lotus pretty quickly around when it came out. Maybe. Um, our, our but episode. this is to say that I think the first nine episodes are very good satire of, like, current year. And like a lot of people, I'm... <laughs> thinking about the finale a lot and trying to do the math as they say <laughs> i think it's like a fair wow, there's math like, involved <laughs> no it's like a, i think it's good it doesn't it didn't really explode for me like it did for a lot of people but i think what they're doing as a satire is like very strong and like gets at a insidious thing about like modern culture in a way that is interesting and not just bland Normal, and I think the evolution of the Nathan thing of real people to pure fiction in a real world is a good evolution, and that him and Safty together uh, work well in that regard. I think. Yeah, and it's just like I think people oversold me on the cringiness of it, and also I the first feel like episode's that's... pretty rough. I don't but know. See, if it... I also I have a high bar for that thing, and then. I think watching it all back to back to back, it makes it... Because I watched, like, eight episodes in one day and two the next day. And it was, like, I think it makes that... uh, I I don't have to, like, sit in the, like, week to week. I'm just, like... Well, but even in the first, I'm just, like, oh, I get what this is. Like, I know. I guess. And I... But it it mostly felt like a normal sitcom in a lot of ways. Like, (laughs) the the way that they are doing jokes. I was, like, this is very normal funny. Uh, But good. And I, I, I like it a lot. Well, that, maybe that's I'll maybe give episode two a look. That's maybe my watch in 2032. That's <laughs> what I'll get around to eventually, given how I consume television. Yeah, Nathan Fielder and Jessica Hasner would be a fun combo. You're like a TV guy, Amelia. You watch The Bear. Name a second thing. Name a second thing. Why can't name a second show, period, that's on right now? <laughs> I feel like you just plugged something last week that you binge watched. Uh, so, uh, the. I watched slow the first season of Slow, slow horses. horses. I have I not just... gone back to it, I but I did enjoy that first season. Will I ever get back to it? I feel like you'll watch a random season of a Netflix show. I don't. I really don't. It's like I pay for the Netflix in my house, and I am the person who by far uses it the least. Let's say. Sure. Yeah. Ain't that just the way? I like don't really use Netflix apart from like. Either I think you should leave, or like when the Wes Anderson shorts came out. Like that's when those are the times I feel like I memorably used Netflix. I guess I watched right. The Killer on Netflix. May December? Oh, you saw in can. Oh, I did say May December. Oh no, no, you did. You were forget. I forgot you missed it. Yes, I also saw Maestro, which I'm not plugging today. Uh, am I next? Should I plug go, something? Go, go, You can go. Uh, what should I plug? Did I plug that I finished the book? I don't think so, because I hadn't finished it. But yeah, I uh, read uh, Emily St. John Mandel's second book, The Lola Quartet. With, with the casual reach to it just <laughs> off camera. It was truly, I did not know I had it right next to me. But uh, yeah, it's very good. It might be, it's maybe my least favorite of hers that I read so far, but I do enjoy all of her books a lot, and they're all very easy to read. So that's not really an insult by any means. It just had more stuff that I was maybe slightly brushing against it in that it's like a mystery novel but there's a lot of like different parts of the mystery that are getting revealed at different times which can make it 
sort of frustrating to read, but it's mostly like fun and poignant. Gave me a lot of anxiety about money because it is set after the 2008 financial collapse and there's a lot of talk mm-hmm. about uh, people trying to make ends meet and stuff. So that was stressful. But apart from that, it's a great book. I mean, it, obviously it's like, you know, it's resonant. So it it is good that it was doing that, I guess, to a certain extent. But, you know, did not make me feel great. So that's kind of an endorsement of it. I'm going to try and finish all her novels by the next couple of months. Maybe you'll see me write about that somewhere. And by sure. somewhere, I mean on my own Substack. Um, Speaking of books that can be pulled up, I've read Whoa. absolutely none of this book that is has ben rivers. ben rivers's name on the cover who does not have a movie playing at uh berlin uh because he's not ben russell but this is a it's called collected stories and it is a collection of short stories by different fiction writers that are all inspired by different ben rivers films Whoa. Uh, there's a couple of familiar names in here. The no one How I've read is anything that by. <laughs> I don't know. It's the same. How are they? Um, <laughs> well, you know, I had them send over one here. over. Hey, yeah, it's probably because of me. It is, but it's the same company that does those. Um, they were doing the like cult. The they they're doing one. Uh, book for each ye- about a movie from each year of the 2000s the the erica balsam book on 10 skies and uh you know i saw two years at sea when i was trying to catch up with movies i had missed from 2019 uh, that's a ben yes uh now at last is a movie sea. of his that i saw recently that i really liked about uh, a sloth i they the the titles of the stories are, I think, mostly the names of the movies, but they are not listed. The, that movie... the table of contents only lists the authors. Talk about, like, yeah, I have not seen that movie since 2019, and... You may have well saw it 20 years ago. I Yeah, oh, me, yeah, for sure. Now, But uh, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, maybe that movie is, like, brilliant. Because I watched it because it was on a lot of critics' lists when I was, like, just trying to look for things. Andy, I just understood the reference you made there. And that is such a crazy thing to reference. (laughs) Uh, yeah, it, I mean, I feel like it's, it's a, a very, very popular. popular I guess yeah, it is like, a popular meme, but it feels like a popular meme like four years ago. It feels like, it feels I like, missed whatever pl- this was entirely. Oh, uh, go ahead. The Jesse Plemons meal McDonald's thing. Of, uh, oh no, that's not even what I was referencing. That's not what you. Was, no, it's from Game Night. Game he Night says, "How can that be profitable for Frito Lay?" Famously, yeah. Because okay. um, they say that they're getting chips three for one or whatever. Yeah, of course. Um, That's so crazy. Yeah. And I said, I, how I is like that I profitable? Heard... And then yeah, Andy yes. called me. <laughs> Not even saying game night. He just said Jesse Plymouth. <laughs> I did get it instantly. <laughs> Andy, what are you plugging? <laughs> we really um, lost ourselves on this show. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, I, I, I was just, a, I, I went was into this being like, this is like... going to be under an hour for sure. <laughs> Uh, all of this bullshit can be cut out. We are like talking about. We're just having a conversation. No, this is the show. This is the that's show. What the show I, is. No, this yeah. is what the show is. Now. I think that's good. I think yeah. I think we're finding our stride. I yeah, think that's, for sure. Offer. 
Um, uh, I uh, watched... Uh, I've only seen the first episode so far because uh, the second episode premiered last night and I was otherwise engaged last night. Uh, True Detective Night Country. You're the lucky girl. Um, uh, <laughs> Whoa. Big, bold pick. A lot of people don't like this, Andy. I don't know what they're talking about. True Detective is finally Is good. that it's true? Crazy. Yeah, I was going to say, I um, feel like everyone likes this. Yeah, no, no, it was mostly... like it was like famously disliked online. Well, fair was, enough. I mean, also, like, I'm not actually on Twitter or engaging with like, like, no, like, a woman. Or, like, it was a general. This was I like thought a general it, almost anything it, I saw about like a... it on the timeline was very heavily negative. I, I saw like three That's people say it was good and nothing else. There was a meme going around that was like. Uh, everyone when there's a new True Detective season and it was just someone jumping on a rake, like, excited that sure. it'll be good. I mean, right. I, I Well, I never liked True Detective right. ever, like, in the, fir- sure. the first three seasons, really, at all. Uh, this I The first episode, I liked a lot. I read a little bit of uh, uh, past guests of the show in Gu Kang's review of this new season, in which she's like, they fixed something that, like, didn't deserve to be broken, and I think that's, like, kind of the vibe I'm getting uh, or uh, fix or yeah, fix something that didn't deserve it or whatever is is, is sort of the phrase that she used. I think, um, uh, yeah, it's Jodie Foster. Uh, it's uh, it's set in you know it's it's set in Alaska when it's it's perpetual night. There's uh, a bunch of uh, frozen bodies uh, in in ice together who were stolen from a research uh, laboratory of some sort. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, cautiously optimistic that it will uh, that it will pan out. This is not to discredit your plug, of course, but the other thing that I saw in terms of a new season of True Detective meme was that apparently in the background of a scene there is posters that were made with AI art, uh, and one of them says, uh, instead of second, it says 2ST, like instead of first, and uh, it's okay. very funny You're to sure look at. sure it's not uh, an ad for second stage? Maybe. It's a band poster that just says metal, and they look like blurred pictures of Kiss. And then it says Toost. But it is a. (laughs) That is just the other thing that's going around about True Detective that I thought was funny. I mean, it certainly could be good. I will never watch this. Because I don't I watch those. Two I mean, there's two, other, right, there's yeah. two other seasons of True Detective that I've never seen. Yeah, you I know, mean. maybe this would be the next one if I was ever like, it's time for more True there Detective. There were moments where I was like, I've heard decent things about the Mahershala one. Maybe I'll yeah, watch everyone it. Yeah, everyone likes, what's it? his name no. on that? From, people uh, somewhere, will still like try to say good name. things about that second season, too. Well, yeah, people like... People like that one. And right. this new it's one, it's like nope. a classic vulgar tourist reclamation sort of deal. I'm not going to go full say it's vulgar tourist, but I say, like, that's like the purest pizzolato one. Yeah, people, sure. I think it's one of the things on the internet people have tried to like the right. most. That's like, like I'll show you I know how to write women, and then, like, it's like. It's like <laughs> people have put the most effort into liking True, True Detective Season 2 than anything else that has ever come out. But it's always the same clips. It's just, like, Colin Farrell being mean to the kid mm-hmm. and, like, saying something crazy about, like, e-cigarettes or robot dicks. And, like, no one's ever talking about Vince Vaughn. No one's ever talking about fucking That's what Taylor I heard. Is they, like, all the Colin Farrell stuff is kind of good and everything else is awful. Um, who's in this one other than Jodie Foster? Um, uh, Jim Hawks is, or John Hawks is in it. Oh, I uh, And then, uh, Fiona Shaw is in it. And then sure. the co-star 
is I think a first time actress. Uh, her name is uh, Kelly Reese. Yeah, Kaylee Reese. I think she's like a she has like a fighter background or something. Yeah, she is a professional oh. boxer. Yeah. Sure. Do we know why this is a season of True Detective? Has, has that been discussed? I mean, it's because HBO thinks there's money in making True Detective seasons. Okay. I think it's just like you know, it was a it's a it's a way to brand sure, sure, uh, sure. A, a crime drama, uh, effectively. <laughs> I, I guess I was just wondering, like, do we know if, like, this writer uh, went to HBO and was like, I have an idea for a new uh, True Detective season, or if they pitched something to HBO and HBO said, what if it was True Detective? Yeah. I, 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 was, I was looking up the director previously. The latter? Right. Her name's Issa Lopez. She directed uh, Tigers Are Not Afraid a few years ago. That sounds familiar. Um, which was, I think, a little bit of, got a little bit of attention. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'm only, again. I've only seen the first episode, but I'm into it so far. All right. Uh. Maybe we can do weekly check-ins. <laughs> on True Detective. Behind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can do just yeah, yeah just sure. Andy's True Detective season yeah. four corner. <laughs> and that'll be. Coincidentally, in your turn during special presentations every episode, <laughs> I mean that would help me out a lot. And it sure it can all it can also just grow each week while the rest of the podcast recedes. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, we we become a true detective this recap beca- podcast by right. fucking by, April. Right. This is the uh, the Can I Kick It Network, the the new right. podcast. We just are going back to season one. Andy <laughs> should have a TV podcast. It was just to justify how much of it he watches. Yeah, it would be like the the reverse of uh, yeah, it, where Andy is the Jesse, and, it's and all I just TV. show up and I'm like, what is what's yeah. going on? Who's that? Yeah, who's that? <laughs> Have I heard of that before? We could just alternate. We could go back and forth every week. Hey. Yeah. Uh, you know. Uh, write in. Tell us what you want. Uh, <laughs> tell us what you want. Tell us what you want. That's always that is always an option. We never get letters from listeners. Sh- letters. That's so true. Hold on. No one has an address mail. to send a letter to. <laughs> You want to give out your address real quick, Andy? <laughs> but yeah, no. Or do you we, have like a location that they can leave it? We, care we, of? we don't get emails very often, and absolutely that is an option open to you at any time to email canikickitpod at gmail.com and let us know what you want. Yeah, I was gonna say, like asking for emails is normal. Saying what do you want, it's very, it's just like Andy has attempted the mannerisms of like a bodega order of just like you yeah. show up and you're like, what do you want, and just like slapping the corner, the counter, just like yeah. relax. Yeah. I My can't God. believe this episode is still happening. <laughs> and with that, I will release our audience. Bye. Bye.